Welcome to Concerning CAMS, brought to you by Education Pathways. I'm Kevin Connickney, your host. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Our topic today is selecting a roof contractor. I have the pleasure to be here with Jack Reynolds. Jack is in charge of business development with Advanced Roofing and Sheet Metal. Jack, can you please begin by telling us a bit about yourself and the industry? Kevin, thank you for having me today. Um, I'm originally from upstate New York, where my father owned a roofing and siding company. Um, So in the summer months when I was out of school, I was oftentimes up on roofs installing shingles. Um, I moved down to Florida in 1983, uh, where I chose a different uh, career path. And then in 2007, I got back into the roofing industry, the commercial side of it, and have been there uh, ever since. Jack, as association managers and board members think about selecting a roofing contractor, what are some of the things they need to be mindful of? Well, Kevin, there's a lot of things they need to be mindful of. And not only just roofing contractors, but contractors in general. Um, It's very important for them to request references um, from past projects similar to the ones that they're going to be Uh, doing or bidding out. Um, It's important to know that uh, the the contractor has the ability to do the size project that you're requesting them to bid on, and so references from past projects will help uh, determine whether the company is up for that job. Um, It's also important to know how long the company's been in business and how long it's been in business under its current name. In other words, has it been you know, several different names or LLCs or, or different entities over the years, or has it been maintained as one company all along? Uh, it's also important to, you know, ask your contractor if there's consultants or engineers that will be uh, involved with the project. And if so, some of their references. Um, it's good to know what kind of projects the engineers or Uh, consultants have have done in the past in order to help scope your project. And make sure your contractor understands fully what you are wanting him to do. Um, It's important to communicate to the contractor what your ultimate goal is with your project. Okay. Well, what size project does an association need to begin thinking about uh, having performance bonds for well, it depends on the it depends on the property, but typically it's for very large projects. And performance bonds can be very important, whether they're actually used or not. They can determine the healthiness of the contractor that you're considering on hiring. In other words, if they have done very good work in the past, their bonding capabilities and, and their percentage rates are typically very low, uh, which that ensures that the company hasn't had to use those performance bonds in the past uh, to, to get you know, through a, a bad scenario. Um, the performance bonds do give the, uh, the unit owners and the association the comfort level um, of knowing should something happen to that company midway through their project, that they are not going to be out any additional monies other than what they have spent for the bonding capabilities. Um, so in other words, if XYZ company started your project halfway through, they weren't able to finish it, and you had to go out and solicit another contractor to pick up where they left off, 
you're not going to be out money that would be, you know, uh, could be quite a lot of money in order to get the project back on track. So bonding is, is very important, but again, it's up to the association how they feel, whether they feel comfortable with that contractor or, or not. When we talk about safety, what role does safety play in selecting a contractor? Safety is a great concern. Um, roofing contractors, as well as other contractors, have to follow OSHA guidelines. Um, it's very important that they have a safety manager uh, in place, that that is their sole job of, of, of managing and making sure all the safety protocols are in place. Um, roofers need to be tied off um, on these roofs so there is less fall capability. Uh, fall protection is huge in our industry, uh, whether it's a flat roof or a, a, a steep slope roof. Um, fall protection is number one concern. Um, Having a full-time safety manager will uh, document all the safety protocols, all the safety procedures, and will also document any safety violations that can be uh, resolved down the road so those, those uh, violations don't happen again. It also ensures that your community or your property isn't going to get hit with some sort of a lawsuit from somebody falling, injuring themselves due to uh, lack of safety. Um, so it's very, very important. Okay. And whose insurance, if someone does fall on the site, whose insurance covers that type of an injury? I'm glad you asked that question too, Kevin, because it's very important to hire a licensed and insured contractor. If you do not do that and you hire some contractor that comes on your property that does not have workman's comp, does not have insurance, they end up getting injured on the property, guess what? The property is going to be responsible for those medical bills and possible lawsuits. So, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of company, uh excuse me, a lot of um, uh, properties, you know, they, they like to try and cut their their costs where they can, and I understand that, but cutting their cost when it comes to uh, unlicensed and uninsured contractors is not a good place to, to cut costs. Okay, and as a consumer, um, how, how would they find out, or how would, how would they find out uh, if someone is licensed and insured? Where do they go? All that stuff is, is public information. Um, they can check with the Better Business Bureau, um, just any kind of, you know, wherever their locale is. Um, that's all uh, public information. They can find out exactly how much the, the, the uh, excuse me, the workman's comp liability that the company carries. Um, it's also important to know that all their vehicles are insured and have proper uh, coverage in order to protect the community from any accident that may occur on property, that that coverage will handle any problems there as well. So simply asking, oh, are you guys licensed and insured isn't, isn't going to be enough. We have to do some homework. Yeah, no, you have to do some homework. Oftentimes, the contractor can provide a lot of those documents, but uh, just don't look at the document and assume that it's uh, legit. Do your homework. Make sure that that license is active, that the insurance premiums have been paid, and everything is on the up and up. When we look at, at these projects, they can be pretty big. Is the association going to be expected to pay for this up front, or is it something that they can schedule over time? How does that work? Kevin, if they're dealing with a, a contractor that has uh, been in business for any length of time, typically there is no deposit required, simply because they are a healthy enough company 
to incur those costs to get the project started. Um, oftentimes, uh, the billing will be progressive billing. So as materials are delivered, uh, workmanship starts, labor starts, um, typically there will be billing as the project goes. It's very important to uh, hold back retainage. So at the end of the project, that you, if you hold back retainage until the project is complete, a walkthrough has been done, any kind of uh, work that was incomplete or, or needed to be uh, adjusted can be done so at that time. And when everybody's satisfied, that retainage can be released to the contractor. Um, at that point, uh, the, the uh, association will receive all their warranty documents. Uh, the lien releases will be uh, performed, and um, the project will be complete at that time. What type of uh, inspections need to happen? Are there building inspectors that come out, and how does the roofing company get involved with helping that process? Yes, um, inspections, of course, are important as well as permits. All of that has to be done through the county or the municipalities, um, cities, depending on where you are. Um, there will be progressive um, inspections. In other words, uh, at certain stages of the project, when the roof is torn off, uh, inspectors generally check to make sure that um, the, the decking has been uh, re-nailed to proper codes. Um, then the underlayment goes on. There's another inspection at that point. Then the roofing system goes on. There's another inspection at that point. And then there's the final inspection to ensure that the, the system has been installed properly and up to uh, the codes of Florida, which is typically uh, Miami-Dade Miami codes. Okay. And so that's something that um, the CAM needs to be involved with, or does the roofing company actually handle that for us? Nope. There's no involvement with the CAM whatsoever. Um, that's all part of the permitting process, which the roofing contractor will handle. Uh, once that permitting starts, uh, inspectors will then be you know, informed of the project, and the whole process starts. It, uh, the, the, that's one thing that's taken off the CAM's plate. They will have no need to worry about that. Okay. Well, Jack, thank you for joining us today on Concerning Cams to talk to us about selecting a roof contractor. If listeners have additional questions, how can they best reach you or your associates at Advanced Roofing and Sheet Metal? Kevin, thanks an awful lot for having me today. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity. People can contact me at jack at arsmfl.com or on my cell, area code 239-887-2034. And they can check out our website at www.advancedroofingandsheetmetal.com. Thank you, Jack. And we'll be sure to include this contact information in the episode notes for this podcast. <laughs>